Welcome to episode one of the Bar Hacks podcast series. I am your host, Doug Radke, the president of KRG Hospitality, the international brand ambassador for Barventory, and the author of the book, Bar Hacks. This podcast series has been months in the making, and with some shift in work uh, during this pandemic, it was really the opportune time to work out the final details and get this podcast going. But here's the thing. I know there are so many podcasts, uh, webinars, and you know other how-tos out there right now, uh, which is great, don't get me wrong. I just don't want to add to that noise that's out there. So the goal of this series is to really offer a different perspective, um, you know, come up with a different lens, so to speak, in addition to some new voices within the industry. For myself, you know, I've been a public speaker now for a few years at different shows throughout North America, such as the nightclub and bar show in Las Vegas, the international restaurant and lodging show in New York City, uh, Los Angeles, and Orlando, in addition to the Canadian uh, restaurant and bar show in Toronto, and many others. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always growing my network, and I'm really trying to create a community. And the reality is, I think it's time now that uh, more of a voice is created, you know, outside of those speaking engagements and the writing that I do for a number of publications. Um, So one of the other, or I should say uh, many things that I've been working on over the past few weeks is developing what I'm referring to as Bar and Restaurant 2.0. Basically, what will the bar and restaurant industry look like after this pandemic? Because trust me, it is going to be a lot different. Um, We're going to have to see, you know, restaurants and bars pivoting, um, diversifying, and being prepared. Uh, You have to build, you know, a high level of trust like never before. You have to look at technology and how it's interacting with guests. You're going to have to also use this time to be innovative and emerge ready for the modern era. If you're in this industry as an owner operator or frontline employee such as a bartender or a cook you're going to really need to understand that when this pandemic is over there is no going back to how it was before you you have to get into this mindset right now um, that there will be change and you need to be ready to adapt to that change Um, you know one one thing i've been saying for the past few weeks is that this industry is about to be separated into those who go and attack the day and those who sit back on their hands waiting. Um, you know, I'm going to let you guess which one which one of those is going to come out on the stronger side. And it's not going to be the ones that are, you know, sitting at home watching uh, marathons on Netflix, for example. Um, you know, this, this goes to bartenders and frontline staff as well. You need to understand that a high percentage of venues are closing permanently or reducing their workforce so you know what does that mean for you it means that the talent pool is going to be very different uh, when we come out of this there are going to be you know more people looking for work um, than there are positions available you're likely going to have to see you're, you're you know likely going to see thousands of cruise ship employees that are now looking for those land-based jobs because we all know that the the cruise line industry is um, one of the worst when it comes out of this, um, just based on everything that happened. Um, you know, many venues are going to be in a position to only hire an A team, which means you know you should be using this time to learn and also perfect your craft. Take this time um, for some self care, 
but also read books, take in podcasts, um, look for webinars, plus you know some beer, wine, cocktail training, uh, and so many other online resources that are available to you right now to revamp your resume. So prior to this pandemic, you know, staff, honestly, staff had that control and the upper hand when it came to to interviews and hiring due to an industry-wide shortage thanks to the oversaturation of bars and restaurants. But post-pandemic, you know, I think you can expect that coin to flip. Um, For venues now, you need to review and enhance your onboarding program like now, like right now, and, you know, prepare or review your core values, your core statements, your job advertisements, uh, each, you know, positions details, your pay scales, um, you know, your staff review periods, your interview process, and obviously, of course, your training programs. You also need to hire based on values and rely on your created training programs to create a new level of consistency. This is, you know, there really is no excuse to not have this stuff in play going forward. If your venue is closed or operating at limited capacity, you also need to understand that when the restrictions are lifted, you just cannot have a full roster or you know full workforce scheduled. Consumers are not going to be you know going out, running back out the first day, especially to bars and casual restaurants and especially nightclubs. It is going to take months, if not years, to get back to perhaps some same level of foot traffic that you perhaps once had. And while we don't uh, know the numbers for sure, it would be wise to probably expect a capacity level of only about 25-30% in terms of on-premise foot traffic. This means that you are also going to want to review your seating alignment. Consider taking away every other bar stool to create physical distance at the bar itself. You will want to take away those communal tables that we've been accustomed to having. You will also want to create separation between tables by removing a third of your tables. Yes, a third. And honestly, I can't believe I just said that. Um, Here's the thing. Optics are still going to be key. You know, you want to have your venue to look full, but in a safe manner where guests are not shoulder to shoulder are only, you know, 15 inches from the next table. When you make these changes, you're also going to want to communicate all of these types of changes to your community. You know, show photos, show videos, and be transparent about the changes that you're making. And this is obviously going to change, you know, how we operate from a financial point of view, since we've all been trained to, you know, generate revenue per square foot and to fit as many guests as we possibly can in. Here's the thing, you know, the math is not going to be immediately in your favor and it's going to look ugly. You are going to have to continuously review um, the demand and you're going to have to continuously adjust accordingly. Um, You know, don't necessarily make permanent changes though. You have to gradually get back to quote this normal um, over the you know next 12 month period. You're also going to want to um, look at your beverages, your food, 
and your entertainment options. Um, you're going to want to keep all three of these options small. You can still have some live music, but keep the crowd small. And on the food and beverage side, you know, start with a small, tight, but diverse and exciting menu of your most popular and your most profitable items. You should already have a small targeted menu anyways, but you know, if you have more, let's say, than 12 options, um, you know, start with your top 10 food options and your signature drinks. And if you're a niche bar with maybe, you know, numerous level labels of one spirit like a rum or tequila, you know, keep only the top five right now. Keep in mind, when the nationwide or even state or province-wide restrictions get lifted, everyone, uh, meaning bars and restaurants, uh, will be, you know, ordering food and drink at the same time from their suppliers. There will be shortages, there will be logistic issues, and there will be delays. So it'll be a good time now to you know, keep that communication flow going and create a strategy plan in place with all of your vendors, you know, including liquor, um, wine, and beer brands. But remember, you know, we were all in this together. And if they were a craft or artisanal vendor, um, you know, they were probably closed or operating at a limited, limited capacity for staffing as well. You know, start, start your menu out small and gradually increase. This is obviously gonna, you know, help with your cash flow and help uh, control your inventory as well. You also want to remember that a lot of your guests are perhaps recovering financially as well. They may not, you know, be ready to splurge yet. So, you know, therefore you wanna keep a, a balance in price points while enhancing your overall perception of value when it comes to your new revised menu. The other question or area you wanna review is your off-premise program. So many bars and grills, restaurants, and some you know straight up bars have started offering you know takeout delivery um, once the pandemic hit. So so they could at least generate some level of revenue. Now I'm guessing most of you that did have likely learned that you will not be able to survive that way, especially with the amount of real estate that you're likely paying for. You know what what you did probably learn is perhaps now you have. A, a good solid secondary revenue channel but don't stop this takeout the curbside or the delivery if you are currently closed and reopening consider starting takeout curbside or delivery start planning those logistics out now look at meal kits look at family packages heat and serve and also cocktail kits cool thing about cocktail kits is you know I think they're really exciting um, venues have an opportunity to to offer all of the juices the mixes the garnishes for a cocktail and then the guest just has to add the alcohol to it when they get home you know you can set it up um, where you create a video of your staff walking them through the development of that cocktail it, it can really be something that's social you know interactive and obviously a revenue generator for you but remember, it's going to take it's going to take people a long time to adjust. You know, they're currently utilizing these methods, and it has become somewhat of a norm for consumers now because they've been doing it for so long. Um, even though it's only been a few weeks, you know, yeah, the off-premise trend, you know, was moving in this direction. This pandemic just really accelerated the hell out of it. Now, I don't want to you know go down a rabbit hole here too much, but you know, let's talk online ordering and third-party delivery for a minute you know I understand this may be more of a 
restaurant versus bar, but um, you know it still needs to be addressed. Take the time to review all of your options. I mean all of them. Look at the potential of online ordering um, directly through your website and POS. Look at uh, in-venue pickup versus curbside versus delivery. What is best for you? What is best for your guests? What is best for your food and beverage program and your operations? You know, do you have dedicated pickup area that keeps food warm and ready? Do you have the proper packaging? Have you tested your packaging? Um, can you do liquor to go? Um, and could you do cocktail kits to go? Do you even need delivery? That's another question you want to ask. You know, do you want, do you need to be giving away 25, 30% of your bottom line to companies like Uber and other programs? Or can you deliver in-house or partner with others in your area to help reduce this cost? There are so many questions that need to be answered and strategies to really consider when it comes to delivery and online ordering. You know, a lot of, a lot of people say that, well, you know, they're, while they're on Uber Eats, you know, they're marketing for us. And, you know, here's a quote, you know, we, we would have lost that revenue if we were not on there. That's BS. You know, we, I think honestly, we're getting to a point where guests are going to Uber Eats on their phone to find a meal to order versus, you know, going to Uber to order a meal specific from a venue. And that's not a good trend. Here's the thing, those platforms, you know, are now packed with options. You will now still need to market on top of that 25-30% you're giving them as operators. So now, where, you know, what are your marketing costs? They're definitely higher than the 3-5% to you know, that you should be spending. And if you need Uber or, you know, third parties to survive, you're not marketing correctly and you are just likely delaying the death of your venue. It's simple as that, and you know, honestly, that's a cutthroat answer. Um, so, coming out of that rabbit hole I just went down, you know, you know, when it comes to off-premise, just review your options, review your marketing plans, and know your target audience. You know, create a solid plan and strategy around continuously, you know, offering that off-premise program. It's not gonna go anywhere anytime fast, but you know, there needs to be a balance between off-premise and on-premise for you to survive long-term. Speaking of marketing, you know, you're, you're going to want to market how you're cleaning and keeping a sterile venue. From you know, training staff on new health and safety measures to cleaning standards, this needs to be a focus and cannot be overlooked. You know, look look at how consumers view your kitchen and your bar space when they're inside. What can they physically see when they look around? How is product, you know, including plates and glassware being handled by staff? How are your washrooms set up? Is there sanitizer machines at your venues, exits and entrances? What are your staff wearing? These are all, you know, touch points and viewpoints that you need to audit and implement a plan for now. People have created new habits and expectations. Communicate these changes again to your community on social media to show them how you are protecting them. This will be the new normal. If you know me, or, you know, or have read the, the book Bar Hacks or understand that our primary focus at you know, KRG Hospitality is planning, you know that all I am focused on right now is how to reopen and reopen successfully. 
We all need to be in that mindset right now and putting together, you know, a 30, a 60, a 100 day strategy plan right now. You need to create a plan that involves, you know, a revised business model for your bar or restaurant. You need to create a new customer journey map. You need to, um, you know, create a new set of customer profiles, um, review your menu mix, your inventory systems, develop an entertainment program, a new uh, revenue channels, marketing plans, health and safety standards. Uh, this list keeps going on, you know, uh, onboarding strategies, brand guides, guest experience strategies, seating alignments, online ordering with pickup, curbside and delivery, and a whole new set of financial plans. You need to set up cash flow budgets with at least three different scenarios. An ideal scenario, uh, a scenario with 10% contingency, and one with a 25% contingency. You also need to have a debt recovery plan in place. If you haven't taken, you know, if you've taken any loans out or deferrals, and you also want to have a plan to ensure you are setting aside funds for ongoing emergencies, including if this pandemic returns. When this pandemic hit, we really seen, you know, how many were not prepared financially. I know margins are tight at best in this industry, trust me. And, and I know it's difficult to set aside for a rainy day or even a two plus month shutdown but most should have had enough reserves to at least pay the next month's rent. Now, you might not like that answer, but again, that's the truth. You know, my, my good friend Donald Burns recently said the coronavirus, you know, isn't your fault, but how you ran your venue before is. And that's the truth. You know, one thing this pandemic has done is it showed, you know, a flawed business model financially throughout the industry. And, and we need to fix that moving forward. We need to, you know, if we really want to create that bar and restaurant 2.0 successfully, that's what we need to do. And I think now that everyone has seen that, we can collectively start making that happen. So before I wrap up today, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to all of the hospitality leaders and frontline workers who are finding creative ways to, you know, give back um, to their communities during this time. The empathy I've witnessed has really shown me that you know I chose the right industry and career path so I thank you for that I also want to thank you know all the nurses and hospitality staff first responders truckers grocery staff um, you know working hard to keep everyone you know safe and healthy um, so that's my time today thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the bar hacks podcast uh, you know while there is no silver bullet right now the plan is to unpack this 2.0 mindset even more moving forward throughout this podcast series i would you know love to hear your thoughts um or if you want to be a guest on a future episode you can reach me at either of these websites uh, dougradke.com krghospitality.com getbarhacks.com or on social media on facebook twitter instagram or linkedin stay safe stay healthy and please start planning your 2.0 move now.